Oh, my God. 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
קהל נכבד, מוכנים? רוצה להקדיש את השיר.
your heart. A few wise words won't make you smart. A little bit of sun won't dry you out. Two raindrops won't end this drought. But a little bit of friendship goes a long way. If you got a friend, you'll be okay. A little bit of friendship goes a long way. It'll bring you some muscle, you'll be okay. So give me a whistle, a whistle and muzzle. Give me a whistle, a whistle and click. Give me a whistle, a whistle and muzzle. Give me a whistle, a whistle and click. When you're down and feeling small, got a phone but no one to call. When your hope has sailed away and you've got nothing to say, a little bit of friendship goes a long way. If you got a friend, you'll be okay. A little bit of friendship goes a long way. It'll bring you some muscle, you'll be okay. So give me a whistle, a whistle and muscle. Give me a whistle, a whistle and click. Give me a whistle, a whistle and muscle. your hand to a friend don't hesitate but chuckling this alert is all that it takes brighten someone's day that will do the trick bring in some mazo you'll bring in some glee I'll be selling mazo I'll be selling glee I'll give you some mazo I'll give you some glee about that thing mazo come in soon a little bit of friendship goes a long way If you got a friend, you'll be okay. A little bit of friendship goes a long way. I'll bring you some muscle, you'll be okay. So give me a whistle, a whistle and muscle. Give me a whistle, a whistle and click. Give me a whistle, a whistle and muscle. Give me a whistle, a whistle and click. Give me a whistle, a whistle and whistle. A whistle and muscle, a whistle and click. Give me a whistle, a whistle and muscle. Give me a whistle, a whistle and click.
J.M. and the A.M. Arye Kunstler, Gam Kielach is the name of that one. Before that eighth day, you heard Bissel Mazel. Yehuda with Tzor Yisrael, Adon Kol HaSimcha, done by Lipa. Misha Berach, that was Yaakov Shweki in honor of the soldiers of Israel. Olam Chesed Yibaneh, Matt Dub, and of course, Regesh. Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Tuesday on this June 16th, day 24 in the month of Sivan, the year 5780. Tough Shin Pei, 62 degrees, 49% humidity, winds are east at 9 miles an hour. Partly cloudy, high of 77. Then tonight, clouds and a low of 61. Tomorrow, partly cloudy. High temperature, 77 degrees. 79 right now in Yerushalayim. We're at 62 here in New York City. As we say good morning at JM in the AM. Welcome to a Tuesday, everybody. 25 minutes before 7 o'clock. Today, Shlomo Katz. He's with us in the 8 o'clock hour. He's declared that he's writing and producing and singing and performing and recording 40 songs in honor of his 40th birthday. We'll discuss that whole concept with him coming up later on today. Shlomo Katz live from Israel. Uh, Rabbi uh, Yisrael Besser will join us Thursday here at... um, Here at the JM and the AM, we'll discuss the brand new book about the life of Rabbi Trank. That's all coming up on uh, Thursday morning here at JM and the AM. I want to thank those who are supporting us on a regular basis. Our core of amazing listeners. I got a uh, donation yesterday, <laughs> which I have to point out. And I want to thank uh, Marilyn and Arthur out of New Jersey. They donated $217. It's a donation of 180 plus 37 years for $217. Keep up the good work. We've been listening for 34 years. Thank you so much for that. I, I greatly appreciate it. Um, I really appreciate it. And uh, <laughs> it was such a, a, a wonderful message as we are into year 37. They're uh, wishing uh, us 10 times high plus the 37 years, and I appreciate that very much. Uh, feel free to uh, donate and support our amazing fundraiser. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and I thank you very, very much for that. 
Lots to talk about. Heichal Torah has their virtual dinner coming up on Sunday. Battle of the Singers tonight with Benny Friedman and Mordechai Shapiro. Lots of events happening. We'll get to hopefully uh, everything between now and 9 a.m. here at the JM in the AM. Welcome to a Tuesday, everybody. Here's Kobe Broomer.
me through, listen up I know this goddess can be tough We've had our fair share amount of pain But I'm Miss Royal, don't give up The finish line is mommy shut So pack your bags, McGain, Shimbalda, hey I'm Miss Royal, listen here I know you've waited years and years Don't ever think you'd feel us are in vain For I'm Miss Royal, it is clear A father can always hear his child When he calls out his name
JM in the AM. Tuesday morning broadcast with Mordechai Shapiro with Ivdu and Kimalachov, Benny Friedman with Rock Biachad and Fulfill Your Tfilah. Tonight is the battle, the, uh, what are they calling it? Battle of the Singers, yeah? Battle of the Singers tonight. Yachad.org slash concert for information. Olimli Yerushalayim with Kobe Brummer. JM in the AM in a minute before 7 o'clock. This is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com and the NachumSingle Network. And, of course, in the beloved NSN app. Yeshiva Heichel Torah has their virtual dinner. It is coming Sunday, beginning at 8.30 p.m., honoring the efforts of all their rabbeim and faculty during Corona. They'll feature uh, honored speaker Governor Phil Murphy and other special guests. Rabbi Menachem and uh, Sarah Ganak are grandparents of the year. Dr. Jonathan and Dr. Aliza Froelich are parents of the year. Benjamin Center is alum of the year. And the Rosazada Beit Midrash is being dedicated to memory of uh, Davud Rosazada, of a blessed memory. It's all happening this coming Sunday, a virtual dinner that I look forward to hosting for Heichal Torah at 8.30 p.m. HeichalHatorah.org slash Dinner 2020. Give as generously as possible. HeichalHatorah.org slash Dinner 2020. HeichalHatorah.org slash Dinner 2020. Galitzal in the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday follows next. We say Boker Tov from JM in the AM. צהל מירושלים השעה שתיים, שלום רב, כאן רן יבנאי עם מה שקורה עכשיו. חיסול ביפו, צעיר בן עשרים נורא מטווח קצר ונהרג, ונער בן שלוש עשרה נפצע קשה, הרקע הסכסוך בין עבריינים. כתבתנו עדה שטייף. אופנוע עליו ככל הנראה שני רוכבים, נעצר בצהריים מול קבוצת אנשים ברחוב ביפו. לעבר העומדים בהם נער בן שלוש עשרה נורא צור עיריות ואופנוע נמלט מהמקום. צעיר בן עשרים והנער נפצעו קשה, אופנו בידי מד"א לטיפוי בבית חולים וולפסון בחולון. שם נקבע מותו של הצעיר. כוחות משטרה הגיעו לזירה ופתחו בחקירה, תוך סריקות אחר האופנוע שנמלט. פרשת הכדורגלנים והקטינות, עורך הדין ססי גז, שמייצג את הנערה שהעידה היום נגד שני שחקני מכבי תל אביב בכדורגל, מספר לי, האל דן, היא במצב נפשי קשה. נגיש תלונה למשטרה נגד השחקנים. צריך לזכור שהיא הקורבן בסיפור לטוב ולרע. אני לא רוצה להיכנס לאשמה של אותם שחקנים. ניתן למשטרה לעשות את זה. לא עולה לדעת שנערה במשך ישראל לא הולכת לבית ספר, לא מצליחה לאכול, לא מצליחה לשתות, והיא באמת עוברת גיהינום. ראש הממשלה נתניהו נפגש בצהריים עם ראש ממשלת יוון והכריז אנחנו רוצים לפתוח את השמיים ב-1 באוגוסט. אנחנו מדברים פה על יעד של הראשון באוגוסט לפתיחת השמיים, ליעדים קודם כל של יוון, תלוי במה יקרה עם הקורונה, אבל אם המספרים יאפשרו זאת, זהו תאריך היעד לפתיחת השמיים, זו בשורה חשובה מאוד לישראל, אני מאמין גם ליוון. מדבריו של ראש הממשלה הביאה כתבתנו המדינית מוריה אסרף וולברג. זינוק בתחלואה בקורונה במערכת החינוך. 85 תלמידים ומורים חולים נוספים אובחנו ביממה האחרונה. מדווח כתבנו לענייני חינוך דורון קדוש. 614 תלמידים ומורים סך הכל אובחנו עד כה כחולים ו-171 בתי ספר וגני ילדים סגורים. עיקר התחלואה החדשה נרשמת בחינוך החרדי, אחר כך במחוז הדרום ואז באזור תל אביב. מספר הנדבקים הרב ביותר הוא בחטיבות הביניים ובתיכונים שצפויים לסיים את שנת הלימודים בימים הקרובים. 
שגריר איטליה בישראל ונשיא מכללת אפקה להנדסה בתל אביב חתמו על מתווה שיתוף פעולה מחקרי ליצירת כלי לאבחון קורונה המבוסס על בינה מלאכותית. החוקרים מקווים שבעזרת עיבוד דגימות קול, הכלי יוכל לאבחן קורונה, ידיעה שמסר כתבנו מאיר מרציאנו. ביקורת במערכת הפוליטית בעקבות הקלטות משיעור תורה לפני ארבע שנים של חברי הכנסת המיועד ברוך גזהי מש"ס. הביא את הדברים כתבנו יובל שגב. בשיעור ציטט הרב דברי מקובלים, לפיהם אי צניעות ומבטים לעבר פלג גופה העליון של אישה, עלולים בין השאר להביא לסרטן בשד. חברת הכנסת תמר זנדברג כתבה שמדובר בשנאת נשים במסווה של שיעור תורה. יושב הראש המיועד של הוועדה למעמד האישה עודד פורר אמר כי החוק הנורבגי יגרום לציבור לשלם מסורת לאנשים שכאלה. מנגד כתב השר אריה דרעי כי הדברים הוצאו מהקשרם, אך הבהיר כי האמרות אינן מקובלות. מכאן למזג האוויר, טמפרטורות רגילות לעונה. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
J.M. in the A.M. Tuesday morning broadcast, 62 degrees, partly cloudy, and a high temperature of 77. We're in New York City, and I thank all of you for tuning in from around the world. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Aish from Yaakov Shweki, Laman Yerushalayim was Ira Heller, Shlomi Kaufman had Vyusku, and Avrei Malavim Fried had Hinnity to open up that set. <clears throat> Want to... Um, I want to say hi and good morning to listener Judy. We played her uh, Benny Friedman request, Rock Biyachad, before. Benny Friedman tonight in the Battle of the Singers with uh, Mordechai Shapiro. Yachad.org slash concert. Yachad.org slash concert. That happens tonight. As we mentioned, this coming Sunday, Hechalat Torah virtual dinner takes place starting at 8.30 p.m. Heichalatorah.org slash dinner2020. Heichalatorah.org slash dinner2020. They'll honor the efforts of all their rabbeim and faculty during Corona. They'll honor Rabbi Menachem and Sarah Ganak, Dr. Jonathan and Dr. Aliza Froelich. Uh, Binyamin Center, alum of the year. They'll dedicate the uh, Rosazada Beit Midrash, a memory of Davud uh, Rosazada, of blessed memory. That's all happening this Sunday, heichalatorah.org slash dinner2020, heichalatorah.org slash dinner2020. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman Kosher Hot Dog Sausage and Deli is the world's best, and the dads and grads are waiting for their gifts. Go to kosherdogs.net. Go to kosherdogs.net. Enjoy a 10% discount with promo code RADIO. Again, kosherdogs.net, 10% discount with the promo code RADIO. Also keep in mind that our friends at ArtScroll have everything 25% off across the board, 25% off literally across the board for um, the entire month of June. Go to artscroll.com or to any of your retailers and take advantage every single one of their publications uh, from from the oldest to the most recent. Available for 25% off at artscroll.com and at every retailer that sells Artscroll products. Simple as that. Take advantage now until the end of June. Tuesday morning, more coming up. JM in the AM with Lenny Solomon. Manim Kashim Ha'am Biyachad Kulam Uchanim Ha'am Uchad Sahal Magen Ha'am Meodet Megubashim
Shame in the AM, Lenny Solomon. I'm Yisrael Anetzach. Uh, Tuesday morning broadcast reminder this coming Thursday, Rabbi Yisrael Besser, author of the, author of the brand new book about Rabbi David Trank and his life. Uh, he'll join us 7.40 a.m. Eastern Time this coming Thursday here at JM and the AM. Very much looking forward to that conversation, as I know many are. And Rabbi Fass, since we have uh, Parsha Shlach and Chutzlaretz in the diaspora, Rabbi Fass is going to join us on Thursday as well with his annual words about um, Parsha Shlach. So we'll do that coming up on uh on Thursday as well. Big week here at JMNAM, and I'm glad you're with us. Thanks so much. want to thank all those who've been donating, fjbunity.org, keeping us going by supporting us here at the Nahum Siegel Network, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Yesterday, uh, Steve and Judy in Brooklyn, a three times high donation. Thank you very much. We mentioned earlier an anonymous donation that came in from New Jersey. They're donating... that's 10 times high, plus 37 years. Keep up the good work. We've been listening for 34 years. Thank you so much for that. And I want to thank um, the Shulmans here locally in the lower part of New York City who uh, sent in a three times high donation. Much appreciated. Uh, Those of you who want to send in a donation, all you have to do is... um, is uh, is address the uh, well make the check payable to Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting the address is five five one Grand Street again that's five five one Grand Street um, Suite three New York City one triple o two five five one Grand Street Suite three New York City one triple o two and as I keep saying, we've been getting some uh, amazing donations. I want to thank my cousins, the Feldsteins up in Stamford. They donated in honor of Cousin Nahum. Keep up the great work. Thank you very much, Sharon and Michael. They're always big supporters, not just financially, but with uh, tremendous enthusiasm and encouragement. I want to thank um, uh, Martin Knecht, who donated in honor of Rabbi Yudin's weekly Dvar Torah. Much appreciated. One of the great features we've had here from from before I actually got to JM and the AM, if that's believable at this point. <laughs> but it's true. I want to thank those who are giving monthly donations. If you set up a uh, $360 donation, you could pay it at $30 per month. So I want to thank those who are doing uh, monthly donations of any size. Uh, listener Neil, we just received his uh, monthly donation on the day that he designated, and it's much appreciated. Uh, Double Chai from listener Chaya down in Lakewood, New Jersey. Thank you. Also much appreciated. Listener Sharon in Teaneck, New Jersey. Thank you for your donation. Um, Let's see what else we have here. A 10 times high donation from listener Howard down in Houston, Texas. Thank you very much. I was mentioning the other day with Rabbi Zwickler how we are being supported by people all around the country and all around the world. And that's a wonderful feeling. I want to thank um, listener Effie, a $100 donation that came in yesterday at fjbunity.org. Thank you very much. And finally, a $50 donation. Uh, came in overnight uh, from Aviva 
Yodakin. I hope I have that pronounced properly. And it's dedicated for Eliyahu Ben Shmuel Yitzchak HaKohen and Rachel Bat Avraham. It comes, uh, it comes to us uh, from their daughter Aviva in memory that their neshamas should have an aliyah. Please, please keep in mind Eliyahu Ben Shimon Yitzchak HaKohen and Rachel Bas Avraham. And, um, and a big thank you to listener Aviva for that donation. It's a good idea if you want to commemorate someone's memory by donating to us. Go to fjbunity.org. There are actually sponsorship opportunities where you could dedicate a specific part of the program. If you go to the top of the page, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and I thank you. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. Lekut Maran tells us that there are 600,000 soul roots in Klau Yisroel. We know as well that there are 600,000 osios, letters, in the Torah. We know the halacha, that if one letter is missing, one letter has faded away, then the Sefer Torah is puzzle. You have to get a cipher to fill in that particular letter, and then the Torah is kosher again. Says Lekut the same is with Klau Yisroel. There are certain osios, there are certain letters that may have faded away or have become lost. We are the sofrim, we are the scribes of the Sefer Torah of Klau Yisrael. It is up to us to fill in all the missing letters, to find those Jews that might have become estranged to their own religion and bring them back and make sure that they are able to come close to Hashem. Rabbi Hanina ben Tradyan sat, and we know as it says in the Talmud, he was always occupied with learning Torah. When the government caught him, they brought him, wrapped him up in a Torah, they circled it with bundles of vines, and they set them on fire. They put sponges of wool soaked in water on top of his heart in order that the fire shouldn't quickly kill him and he should have a long and agonizing death. The Talmudim said to him, Rebbe, tell us, what do you see? He said, the parchment is burning, but the letters are flying. Osios parchos pa'avir. Reb Shmuel Rozovsky explained that the letters that are flying in the air are all the people who want to be drawn close to Hashem. We reach out to all of those letters, gather them together, and give them form on the parchment. This was the service of Rabbi Hanina. He gathered large assemblies, Jews from diverse backgrounds, to teach them Torah, to teach them about mitzvot, and bring them close to Hashem. This was the Avodah, this was the service of the great Rabbi Hanina. He was Makil Kehilos because he knew that that was the work that Hashem wants us to do in this world. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Jam in the AM Tuesday morning broadcast. Well, Bachure Chemed, the Bach Jewish Center out in Long Beach, New York, is turning to one of the modern Orthodox world's most dynamic young spiritual leaders, Rabbi Benny Berlin, to lead the congregation to the next generation of its growth. For those of us, and I wonder how many of us there are, for those of us who follow 
the young stars of the rabbinate and are always uh, intrigued by where they go and uh, what they're doing. For those of us who make top 10 lists of the young modern Orthodox superstar rabbis in this country, uh, you'll find this conversation very interesting. Uh, Rabbi Berlin was the um, rabbinic assistant at the Hampton Synagogue, assistant rabbi of the East Hill Synagogue in Englewood, New Jersey, and most recently he and his wife served as co-directors of the Orthodox Union's Jewish Learning Initiative on campus at Queens College, where they created an energetic and vibrant Jewish community. Rabbi Benny Berlin, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. It's a pleasure to be here with you and your listeners. I appreciate that. Let's start with the Queens College piece for a second. I mean, we have highlighted, and, and I have been effusive with praise uh, about those who've I met, who I have met who are across the country, around the country, on different college campuses as part of the OU's um, JLIC. Uh, many would um, would wonder, because Queens College is more of a commuter school, is there really a, an essential purpose for a couple um, in the role that you and your wife played? Now, I know the answer, but could you explain why, in fact, it is such a vital role? Oh, for sure it's a vital role. So Queens College is unique that it had you know, a, a thousand Orthodox students, a variety of different types of ashkafas, and although it was a you know commuter campus, we really wanted to make a sense of community um, and to make students feel like they're being taken care of. And although you know uh, they might only have a little window to get a shear in between them from one class to the other, to give them that 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 jolt of Torah and inspiration was so important, was so critical. And a lot of the lessons that my wife and I got from the College of Carrot campus experience are now carrying over to the pulpit. Well, that I'm sure. And also, we should mention that if people think that the Shabbos experience is key to the work on campuses around the country, and we know that it is an important role. Um, it, it does play a role even in Queens College. There are there are there are students that you meet who whose Shabbos you're able to enhance, uh, whether they are local or whether they decide to you know be guests for Shabbos. Frankly, that, that's that's absolutely correct. And also you have to understand, like, you know, although we're we're, we're leaving Queens, it happens to be half our staff of the shul now went to Queens College, and it's not a coincidence because, you know, it's a lot of people that we knew. But uh, because we're only 40 minutes away from Long Beach, we're definitely certainly going to visit, and hopefully we're going to be having Shabbat tones as well. Mm, very cool. Um, what was it like? I mean, th- this this Queens College gig has ended already, I assume? So, yeah, it has ended, although, you know, we're always in the uh, OUJLIC family. No, that I get, but meaning you were there this school year, right, 1920. You were there. Yeah. It must have we, been, we were it, there. It must have been a very strange ending <laughs> for you. It was a very strange ending. The farewell dinner hasn't happened yet. <laughs> right. It, it, it was very abrupt, but we did some creative things. Like we had um, Simcha Liner for Kabbalah Shabbos, and we had people tuning in from all over on Zoom. Uh, I got very proficient uh, on uh, you know uh, Zoom programming. Uh, and we'll, there's actually, a, in a strange way, a little bit of a silver lining one of the benefits of doing a Zoom is you can have a class with college kids, and all of a sudden their parents are joining, and then right. you know, uh, you know, and you actually can broaden out to uh, more people. All right, Bach, uh, Rabbi Benny Berlin is with us live via telephone. New Rabbi at Bachuri Chemed, the Bach Jewish Center out in Long Beach. All right, look, uh, you know, you know, as, as I described, we, we we have a special interest, and one of our favorite spectator sports is trying to determine who the top modern Orthodox rabbis are, the superstars in this country. I'd have to assume with your resume and reputation, that you had somewhat of a choice of where to go and what your next step should be. Why Long Beach, New York? 
Okay, so that's a great question, Nachum. So, first of all, you know, we get here, fresh air, the sound of the waves. It's my wife and I and our baby, it's our little oasis. But uh, why Bach? So the Bach Jewish Center is one of Long Island's most prestigious and oldest shuls. And I like to say that it's actually one of Long Island Jewish community's best-kept secrets. Wow. You know, we've been around since 1946, and yet we have an infusion of young families. The families join us for the summer. Families have come to us, you know, from, from Long Beach, Lido, Atlantic Beach, Island Park. And I think, you know, your question, why Long Beach? You get an out-of-town feel, and yet you have all the amenities that come uh, just, you know, uh, being a few-minute drive from the five towns, and you have, all, you, you have options of a variety of different uh, kosher establishments, which we can talk about, which I think is very important to your listeners, you know, what the kosher food uh, in Long Beach. So I think, like, to answer your question, it's the out-of-town feel with all the, uh, you know, Jewish amenities that it has to offer. Yeah, I mean, I agree. It's a good setup in terms of the uh, the Jewish and kosher components that, that one would want with uh, for their family. But also, when you're a young rabbi, you want to make sure you're in a place that not only has a big summer population, but one that can grow all year round. Does Long Beach have the... Uh, uh, the the housing prices and the attractions that could make it an even larger Jewish community. No, that's a, such an important point. So I see a Jewish community need four things. You know, you know, you need uh, the shul, the school, uh, the, the the mikvah, uh, and of course the, the the kosher the kosher food. And it does, and it has the. It, not only does it have the quote unquote potential to grow not just from a summer community but a vibrant uh, all year round community. But one of the big areas of focus is to bring young families. And, and Nachum, we have a handful of young families who have already moved in the last couple of weeks, wow. and additional young families that are scheduled to move in in the coming weeks ahead. I'm just curious. So, I'm just curious. Where are they from? Give me an example or two. What neighborhoods they've come from? Okay, so I don't want to, you know, give names. Yeah, on I get the air, it. But We're not giving they, names. Just I'm curious where they're from. So we have one uh, couple from Highland Park. Wow. Uh, one, one, one couple from Farakway. Very nice. And two couples uh, that are in the pipeline. From Queens again, you know, uh, not 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 a coincidence. The Queens place. Yeah, understood. And you've already started your tenure officially, or this is something that kicks off in July or September. How does it work? So I, I have started off officially. We started June first. Oh, very nice. So two weeks in, Rabbi Berlin. Two weeks in. Two weeks in. <laughs> and have they have they started? Have they has the Bach Jewish Center started regular minyanim of any type uh, during this pandemic? We, we we have so you know, we're following all the regulations and guidelines uh, from the OU, from uh, Governor Cuomo, etc. But um, starting from uh, l- last, um, um, starting from when we when we were allowed to roll out, uh, when we when we did uh, the first minion Wednesday night, June third, we've had three daily minyanim every single day, and that and we've been davening outside on the basketball court. Everyone's been you know six feet apart, but already it's so important. You know we. Can, I, you get to know the the community. It's, you can only imagine how strange it is to come in as a rabbi <laughs> during a, you know a pandemic. That is and so And all you true. want to do is build, and all you want to do is connect. And you know, like what, you have a little bit of a feeling of like having your your hands behind your back. But you know, I, I remind people that although it's quote unquote socially distant, we're, I'm sorry, quote unquote we're physically distant. Right. We're socially together. But so my wife and I, you know, just for the first couple of weeks, um, we've been we've been. Um, We've been going and visiting congregants at their home in a safe manner, of course, with right, masks, right. and just getting to know people and hearing what things that they that they're looking for in a shul. Because you know we're not just the rabbi and rabbis in the, the community, but also community members. We want to hear from them. You know, like uh, what, what do you want to see happen at the Bach? Um, 
and, you know, some of the media items they wanted to, to see, uh, because together we make up the community. You know, some th- there are some positives that have come from this situation. And what you just described, I don't know if that's a bad idea for rabbis to continue that tradition even after the pandemic is over. That if there are people who don't make it to synagogue regularly for whatever reason, or there are people who, uh, you know, only like to go, you know, every so often, uh, a, a rabbi and his rebbitzin who either walk into their home or go see them for a few minutes at any point, you know, on once a week, once a month, whatever it is, would really be uh, an effective way of keeping them connected to the community. So maybe some of these things that uh, you've implemented now to introduce yourself to the community actually could stick around after a while. It's so interesting. Yeah, these innovative, uh, creative ideas to get around, you know, the the the, uh, dis- the physical distancing right. really should carry, even God willing, when this pandemic's away. Exactly. There's some people that don't feel comfortable going to shul, but if the rabbi and rabbis can go to their home, they can have that cashier. Sure. Also, it was very, very important to us, and this we did, we have to attribute, you know, to the to the JLIC modeling that they gave us. We got we, get, we have a house that we're moving into in September that's just two blocks away from the shul. Nice. And we really want that in our heads. That's an extension of the shul. Right. You know, meals at our, at our home and, uh, and, and, and people playing in the backyard and, that's, you know, giving, uh, you know, kids uh, hot cocoa in the morning just to, for, to make sure that, it doesn't have just a uh, the, the shul feel, but also that homey feel, which I think Congress are, are really yearning for. How long to uh, Manhattan by car from Long Beach? All right, so that's a, a, you know a key question with the the, the, the drive of Manhattan. So so you can ask my wife, my uh, you know uh, the, the the Long Island. Uh, the, the, so so here, let me just pull it up over here because my my sense direction is not the best, but I want to get the exact minutes for you. <laughs> yeah. so, so that's what I was going to say. She'd ask my wife because she would laugh at I was asked this question. <laughs> the Long Island Railroad train to Manhattan is just an average of forty-eight minutes. Very nice. Direct to train station. There you and go. And I know there are pe- there are people that work in Long Island and there are people that commute to Manhattan. How so, how close do you live to the Long Beach Railroad station? Or you don't know the answer to that. for me, my <laughs> wife tells me it's six minutes. I have not walked there, but uh, but that's that's the number she says. A six and, a six minute walk is not so bad, actually. Not so bad, yes. <laughs> Listen, so, the, but, but, yeah, the, but I haven't the, been there. I haven't gone on the uh, Long Island Railroad train just yet. The message of the morning is that the Long Beach Jewish community is uh, certainly vibrant and uh, and vibrant and uh, looking toward the future to the extent that they have gone ahead and they have Rabbi and Mrs. Benny Berlin, who are now um, a spiritual, these, he's now the spiritual leader of the synagogue, Bachuri Chemed, the Bach, Jewish Center. And Rabbi Berlin, I'm sure that's the message you want to give this global audience, that uh, for those of you who may have uh, certain impressions about the Long Beach community, the reality is that there's room to grow and that, in fact, it is growing as we speak. Exactly. Room to grow. And, and by the way, and I, I hear this from people, you know, is there, is there a pizza shop? So you guys, your listeners, if you guys are worried about the pizza situation, the Asa E Cafe is now offering fresh, hot, kosher pizza. Ooh. No one has to worry about that. Now and we have ice cream options, which is very important. It's actually the first thing my wife and I did when we came. We went, we got some ice cream. Um, you know, uh, there's Seasons that does delivery uh, in Lawrence, Gourmet Glot. Uh, there's a bakery, by the way, that I know from one person that is coming in from the five towns to our bakery. We have a kosher butcher. We got a bagel store, which we've been... Uh, individually wrapping and giving to people in a, in a physically distant manner after Minion. Um, so we, we had all the food here, which is which is, I know is important to your listeners. I know, it's, you know, everyone jokes it's very important to me. Family <laughs> says I'm, you know, obsessed with kosher food. So obviously, if I was going to go anywhere, you could rest assured there was going to be food, good food there. Um, 
but yeah, this is an up and coming place, and and uh, and we got all the amenities, and yet it's got the fresh air, and it's got that. That, that, that out-of-town feel that I think a lot of people like. You know, it used to be those who studied modern Jewish history, Rabbi Berlin, uh, they knew that uh, the priorities for communities that were forming in this country were uh, a cemetery, a mikvah, and, <laughs> and an Eruv. I don't know where the pizza place jumped to the number one position. I don't know where that happened along <laughs> the timeline, but it's amazing how now, how now there's no way you can get away without that being one of the top priorities. It is a very important priority. There you go. Very important to people. Listen, I take this opportunity to wish you and your wife the best of luck uh, in your tenure out there in Long Beach. And now we have a a real reason to come visit and to see what the community is all about. So uh, continued success and uh, and our regards to the entire community. So, yeah, I want to thank you for the opportunity to talk about this growing Long Beach community with you and your listeners. And I hope, Nachum, you're welcome for Shabbos, you your family. And to your listeners, come to the beach, stop by and say hello. We look forward to seeing you. I appreciate that. I'm going to choose the weekend with a high temperature and low humidity, and I'm going to come right out there. Thank you so much, Rabbi Berlin. Tuesday morning broadcast. Plenty more coming up here at JM in the AM.
woke up the other day to a world of uncertainty so gray and i don't know what tomorrow's gonna bring stories and the endless news feeling helpless yeah i got the blues things just seem to get worse day by day then i see the blue skies and i begin to recognize this wonderful world that you created the birds that sing to you and the trees that praise you Batachti by request. That's uh, David Lowy here on a Tuesday morning. Ohad had mitzvah. You heard Shea Avod on by Michal Przanski. 
want to thank Rabbi Berlin for joining us. Wish him good luck at the uh, Bach Jewish Center out on Long Beach. Battle of the Singers is tonight. Mordechai Shapiro versus Benny Friedman. Go to yachad.org slash concert. Yachad.org slash concert for information. Hey, Chalat Torah has their virtual dinner coming up on uh, Sunday starting at 8.30 p.m. Go to heychalatorah.org slash dinner2020, heychalatorah.org slash dinner2020. They're honoring the efforts of all their rabbeim and faculty during Corona. It'll feature honored speaker, the governor of New Jersey, and other special guests. Honorees include Rabbi Menachem and Sarah Ganak, Dr. Jonathan and Dr. Aliza Froelich, Benjamin Center, and the Rosazada family. As the Rosazada Beit Midrash is being dedicated in memory of Davud Rosazada, and that's happening on uh, on Sunday 8.30 p.m. heychalatorah.org slash dinner2020. heychalatorah.org slash dinner2020. Um, JCRC has their virtual event this coming Sunday starting at 1 p.m. at celebrateisraelny.org. Celebrateisraelny.org. That's 1 o'clock postponed from parade day which was uh, two Sundays ago. A reminder that our friends at ArtScroll are offering 25% off on everything between now and the end of June. 25% off across the board on everything between now and the end of June. Go to ArtScroll.com. Go to ArtScroll.com. This coming Thursday, Rabbi Yisrael Besser joins me, the interview about the brand-new book about Rabbi David Trenk. We'll do that uh, this coming Thursday. Uh, Thursday morning starting in the 7 o'clock hour. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman, Kosher Hot Dog Sausage and Deli is the world's best. And those of you who have dads and grads who are waiting for gifts, kosherdogs.net is a perfect website to choose some delicious items to send to them in honor of their graduation or in honor of Father's Day this coming Sunday. Kosherdogs.net kosherdogs.net. Enjoy a 10% discount when you use promo code radio. Again, that's kosherdogs.net. Hey, attention everybody in Israel. Uh, I'm up against the, um, <laughs> I'm up against the live lunch. That's funny. I've rummies in Israel broadcasting through our American system and doing a live lunch at 11 AM. I'm in America doing a show on Israeli radio at 107.6 FM between between 11 and 12 Eastern time, 6 p.m. in Israel. Life is funny. Anyway, you can catch me on Israeli radio at 107.6 FM with an hour of great music Sunday through Thursday between the 6 and 7 p.m. And yes, Avrami will be conducting a live lunch <laughs> at 11 o'clock today Eastern time. I'm telling you. And on Thursdays, I'm up against myself. But that's not unusual when it comes to media. That happens way more often than we think. Just very, very funny. Uh, that's for sure. Don't forget to be generous and donate to, uh, as generous as you can, and donate to keep us going here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Go to fjbunity.org and join our 2020 fundraiser if you haven't yet d- done so. If you love the music, love the information, love the conversation, Shlomo Katz is coming up in a few minutes. If you love all these things that we provide, I'd ask you to please join our growing list of sponsors here at uh, JM&AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. Go to fjbunity.org fjbunity.org and uh, certainly you could just send in a check it's foundation for jewish broadcasting 551 grand street suite 3 new york city 1002 
Um, Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, 551 Grand Street, Suite 3, New York City, 1, Triple uh, Jonathan Sheinfeld will open the hour. Shlomo Katz in a few minutes. All happening here at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Round the world of web at NahumSiegel.com and the NahumSiegel Network. And of course on the beloved NSN app.
Fashion, it changes, I'm told. I can't always be right, yet maybe I'm wrong. But you can't be a singer without a song. So don't shy away from your light. Stand up, what's right? Get up, get up, get up, don't shy away, shy away. You're stuck on seven, you can't share a slice all alone. Boats don't cross rivers with shoulders of shivers, and you can't be a singer without a song. Treat her kind, old friend. Treat her kind. Without her, where would you be now today? Everything God gives you is on account of her, and all she needs is kindness to make it through her day. Treat her kind. Sting. 
the promise that you made her with that wedding ring, the love the two of you deserve to find is waiting for you when you treat her kind, treat her kind. Yes, I am drawn. 
Time louder, let's go. The mountains will crumble and the hillside will fade away. But my love for you will not end.
JM in the AM. The amazing, powerful duo of Eitan Katz and Shlomo Katz on the Live in Jerusalem, volume number two. And uh, just past the milestone occasion of his uh, 40th birthday, uh, after hearing that incredible duo, I say uh, Boker Tov and welcome to uh, Shlomo Katz. Welcome back to JM and the AM, my friend. And I say to you, good afternoon. <laughs> That's correct. And if I ever do, <laughs> and if I ever do get to Efrat, we could actually use the same greeting <laughs> at, the, right. at the same time, <laughs> which would be amazing. Yeah. Uh, wonderful to speak to you, and happy birthday. You know, um, you have declared, and this is one of the reasons why we're on Facebook Live, one of the reasons why we're doing this interview this morning. And by the way, you can go to uh, facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. You'll see both uh, Shlomo Katz and myself. And as I always do, I apologize for the uh, microphone in my studio, which takes away a uh, part of my face as we broadcast. Don't worry, we know about it. There's no reason to comment about it. Uh, Shlomo Katz, the, uh, the, the commitment uh, that you made in honor of your 40th birthday which took place this past weekend, is that you would, in fact, uh, compose, record, and release 40 selections, 40 music selections over the next year. You've made good on one of them, which we'll discuss today. Can one actually compose uh, and release 40 compositions in one year? Um, can they? I, I mean, you can do anything, um, I think, but... I did prepare for this decision, so it's not like um, it's you know I'm have to run and get everything out now. So there is but, some material in the hopper. There's some stuff that's ready to roll. <laughs> there's some stuff ready to roll. Baruch Hashem, yeah. And I, I just didn't take something into account. Is that I realized, okay, take the take off Spira, Ooh. and then take off the three weeks. Right. So you're basically putting out you know a lot. But Baruch Hashem, look, I, I used to be on the road so much of the year it used to be uh, a lot a lot of music and then as my family grew and the gates opened to to um, lead a, a, a most wonderful community here in Efrat in Eretz Yisrael Shirat David and building our own shul um, I the music took a little bit of a backseat which is more than fine more than okay however I feel very strongly that it's not about me and what I want the, the world needs the music. The world needs Nigunim, and I, and I have still, you know, this this passion to sing with the whole world. And Baruch Hashem, there's, there's a lot, a, a lot of treats in the works. Excuse me for focusing for a moment on the logistics. We'll get to the more spiritual stuff in a moment. But it yeah. does sound like, based on the formula you've just outlined, that we're basically talking about one song a week until further notice. Kimat. Right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. and it will yeah. will it be on schedule? Like, is this at Havdalah? Will I find a new song in my <laughs> inbox every week? I mean, how are we doing this? We'll see. I mean, I got to keep you guys a little bit. You know, even little you, bit, have, even you have no idea at this point. <laughs> no, we have a plan. Baruch Hashem, through through uh, through the project that we launched with uh, the Shlomo Katz project that Baruch Hashem we launched right before the whole whole, whole Mishigas with Corona began. Right. We have a format and a great team, and I have a wonderful, wonderful, amazing assistant that's. 
been been a, a real real gift and Bochashem, Bochashem, and and so many friends that are just part of whatever I do with music so we're in a good place Shlomo Katz with us JM in the AM the big news in honor of his 40th birthday is releasing 40 songs over the next year we'll get to song number one toward the end of this conversation now Shlomo it's no secret and I'm sure as you recall your days in Los Angeles and other places on this globe you know that I'm being uh uh, uh, truthful when I say this, when when men plan their 40th birthday party, very often, or 40th birthday celebration, very often it will include, and no judgment here, but it'll include a, a visit to a casino, a visit to a ballpark, a large lavish dinner, a big wine tasting event as they invite all their friends. Um, tell us what you did in honor of your 40th birthday. <laughs> Yeah, more or less in the same lines. Um, I uh, I was surrounded with, by by uh, it, it actually came about came out to came out exactly forty friends. Wow, friends from my community and friends and students that I get to you know people I get to learn with, and we went out to to Marta Machpila and Davin together and an incredible powerful shachris in Hebron. Followed by a Fabrengen in the Gutnik Center, right next door to right next door to the Mara, which you know of. Dafka on the and day of your birthday. This happened Bo Bayom. Sunday, Sunday yeah. and that and it was the look. I've had birthday parties in Dodger Stadium. I, I mean, oh. you, you brought it up. Oh, full, full disclosure, had, huh? Full disclosure. I've had birthday parties when I was a kid in Dodger Stadium. <laughs> I've had all the LA type, of, but this was something that. I feel I felt like the luckiest little kid in. Uh, so with That's all the 40-year-olds that are enjoying their birthday around the poker table uh, or are enjoying, uh, well, these days there are, there are no ballparks to go, right. to, to go to in these <laughs> days, but who are enjoying a really delicious meal somewhere or having that family barbecue to the nth degree, right. you would still say that you have not an ounce of jealousy based on what you went through on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you took the words out of my mouth. Baruch Hashem. So beyond. Did, by the way, were you? Th- and I'm not talking about now. You know, those who lived, you know, in past generations. But were, were you thinking of someone Dafka besides me? Because I know, that, I know that that's the direction you'd go in. <laughs> were you thinking of somebody who you would have loved to have had there Sunday? Like, did you say to yourself, you know, oh, if only Robert Weinberger was here with us, or, or or anybody else that came to mind during the whole experience? Without a doubt, I think about him about Kimat anything special that happens uh, in life. But I, uh, yeah, I, I very much was focusing on my brother actually that on um, Sunday morning. Wow. And um a few a few the truth is there were there were other people as well in my thoughts because for the last three weeks we've been getting bombarded with uh people reaching out and saying help me get home. I, what Parnasa, just give give me some help. Help me get home. Location. Help me make Aliyah help me move. So all those precious souls that were that have been reaching out, you, you were you were totally with us, with all of us. And it actually, that came up in the conversations during around the Fabrengen table about who else is, you know, next, you know, 41st birthday, 42nd birthday, the next person's <laughs> birthday, a bigger table, a bigger dish. The, um, that you referenced your brother in the same sentence that you referenced those who are pining to get to the Holy Land. Are we now uh, releasing this information that it's in, that, um, that in fact your brother's on his way to the Holy Land soon or, or we don't know yet? Uh, what did you say? 
You've been you've been on a kick, and that's the wrong word because a a, a an effort as serious as this one you know deserves a better word than that. Uh, you've been on this mission uh, to remind everybody, including me, and I appreciate and I appreciate it. I hope everyone else does uh, that now is a very serious time, both in the United States and really around the world. And I'm talking about pandemics. We're talking about protests. We're talking about everything that's going on. Uh, and and that people during very people should always focus on getting to Israel, but during very serious times they should very seriously focus on getting to Israel. And have you had a lot of pushback, or everyone's like me, appreciative that you're on this campaign? Um, a little, yeah, a little bit, a little bit of pushback, but I, uh, I understand where it's coming from because I don't take this decision or even the thought process of moving and uprooting your family, I don't think it should be taken lightly or easily at all. Right. So I totally understand it. And I really appreciate people's sincerity because they're at least sharing with me what's going on in their heart. They're at least in tune with what's going on inside of them. That, and that's really what I care about. But I've also been 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 saying this. I mean, man, here's, there was another Jew, a Yiddala, a great Balmanagan, he had a great niggun. It goes like this, man hears what he wants to hear and disregards the rest. I don't know if you've heard of this Balmanagan named Paul Simon. I certainly have. <laughs> and and I, I, think, I think Brother Paul is the proper brother way. Paul, <laughs> brother P, Brother Pinchasel, whatever his name is. <laughs> right. um, uh, I've been saying, meaning Eretz Yisrael and the, and, the, and the call, the call of Rachel Imenu to call, come home is something that I feel in Achrayist every time I have the schus to open my mouth in concert, wherever I am, or in a shir. It's always been like that. Somehow now it's been kilo. This is what I'm. This is what you're talking about. No, it's, I think that's what we hear now because this is what's happening bichlal in the world. But Eretz Yisrael is is Baruch Hashem calling calling home for everybody, and Bezrat Hashem we have to dive in. I, I have a big Achrayist. All of us here in Eretz have a big achray is to rid ourselves of any ounce of judgment towards anyone who hasn't been blessed with the matnas chinam of hearing lech lecha, right. like we have. Right. That's it. Uh, Shlomo Katz with us, facebook.com slash Nachum Siegel Network, JM in the AM on a Tuesday morning. Um, and by the way, we should point out, you're not one of those people that has no feeling for chutzlaretz. When you, when you talk about Dodger Stadium, I am sure that when you saw the scenes of what happened in L.A. a couple of weeks ago and you're thinking to yourself, you walked those blocks a million times, you know, in your lifetime, I'm sure it, it, it is painful. And people shouldn't just think that you're 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 one of those people who rejects everything having to do with diaspora and uh, and, and will only focus on Eretz Israel. You understand those who, who call other places around the world home. I did too. It's 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 the way Hashem wanted me to live in this world, having experiencing half of my life there. Absolutely, there was a street, there was a boulevard in LA, Beverly Boulevard. My father was the chazan of a shul on that boulevard in the eighties called Shari Tfila, right. a school that I went to as a young kid. Yeshiva Yavne back then was on that same strip. I saw a shul that was close by to where I grew up on that street called Etz Jacob be vandalized. I saw stores that I remember as a child be put up in, in, in flames. This is, this is hitting home to all of us. But, it's, but that's even much more of a reason to understand that even though we were 
defining home as a certain thing for so many years, there's another element of home that we just have to kind of redefine as our home. So I'm really glad you brought that up, Nachum. Anyone that's sitting here comfortably, or not comfortably, but feels at home in Eretz Yisrael that looks right. at America and says, how could they, how could they? Because six million Yidin were killed. And after six million Yidin were killed, people did whatever they could to just take care of their families at any cost. Correct. It's a bigger picture. And we just have to be in line. We have to be in line with the times, and have our hearts open to the calling of each time. No question about it. Shlomo Katz is with us. It's interesting, you know. This week, for those of us in the diaspora, and fittingly, uh, we are off kilter with our brothers and sisters in uh, in Israel. Uh, is Parsha Shlach? You've already had Parsha Shlach, but for us in the diaspora, we're behind when it comes to issues like. Uh, Aliyah. So therefore, for us, it's delayed by a week. It's all symbolically perfect as far as I'm concerned. I, I have to ask you, you you sent out to those of us who are uh, lucky enough to be part of your WhatsApp group and, and communicate with you on a regular basis. You sent out Rabbi Shlomo Kalbach on Parsha Shlach. I'm just curious, how large is that collection? If I asked you for things that, for recordings of what Rabbi Shlomo said on Shlach or any Parsha, are they multiple? Are there are there many things that you could send me regarding his varts on Shlach? Is he is he heavy on certain parshios and not others? What what is that collection like? Approximately nineteen thousand hours. So yeah, it's it's massive. And there's and plenty there's of Shlach. Oh yeah. Because yeah, I, I need more. I need more. Don't let don't let me be so mech on last <laughs> week. I need more Shlach from Shlomo Katz. <laughs> uh, we'll get you as much shlach as you want before Shabbos. Absolutely, every parsha. But no, there are definitely parshas that are much more. Right. You have much more stuff. For instance, on parshas tzav or uh, parshas um, shmini. So you have not even a view a little bit, but you don't have that much more. Right. But definitely parshas in Bamidbar. Bamidbar was probably more than anything because he said Bamidbar is the book of mistakes. Wow. He said, "Bamidbar is a book of mis- big people making big mistakes because the closer you are to where you're supposed to be, the more mistakes you're going to make on the way." And wow! You're closer and closer to Eretz Yisrael and Parshas Bamidbar, Sefer Bamidbar, and that's why it's called the books of mistakes. But we have, we know and Adam Omed al Divrei Torah Elam Ken Nichshol Bahem. It might be called the book of mistakes, but it's the book of acquiring real Torah. And if you Learning think class. about. If you think about modern Jewish history, as we've gotten close to certain goals, we have made certain big mistakes. Wow. Big mistakes. But that just means you're closer to where you're supposed to be. Right. Wow. I love that. I I love when there's a positive in, in what we generally you know, uh, uh, think is a terrible negative. Um, we opened up this segment, as you heard, with that piece. You know, it's funny. The, <laughs> a week or two ago, I, had, uh, I, I played that everlasting love piece from you and your brother. And uh, I was about to interview Sivan Rahav Meir. And she comes on and she says, before anything else, I just have to say, you just brought me back to Ish Kodesh. I said, wait a second, you even have heard that song? I'm just getting into it now. What, has everybody heard about that song already? What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, that's one of the greatest pieces of, I, I call it Navua that ever came down to the world through the composer Michal Shapiro. That's from the album we did with the Ish Kodesh community called Only You, the collaboration of a bunch of us last year. Wow. Put together an album in honor of the shul Eish Kodesh honoring Rebbe, honoring Rev Weinberger and, and Rebbitson Weinberger at the Shul's 26th dinner. And um, that song really, really took off big time. In it's both a, Hebrew and English. He, I think that's part, I actually think that's part of the, it's magic. 
Uh, because people look, Reb Nachman Breslov says you have to do his potatoes every day, meaning you have to go to a field, you got to go somewhere and talk to Kaddish Baruch Hu. Talk in your own language, he says. Right. Because we, we're in a door that davening three times a day, Shachar Spring Hamarev, especially for American Chabra that just don't understand Hebrew, it's not going to cut it. So I think that's why one of the, it's one of the reasons this song and specifically these words are what we need to tune into everlasting love from a Kaddish Baruch Hu to us and for us to Kaddish Baruch Hu. Tremendous. Also, um, you know that I know what it's like to be close with a brother. Um, but it seems that, uh, and you've described, you and Eitan have actually, I've seen interviews where you've discussed your closeness growing up, etc. until today, thank God. But that musical connection, that you're able to tune into each other in a musical, must bring that whole relationship to a completely different level. Our, our musical journeys were obviously very, very influenced from a young age by our Abba, by our Abba Afshalom. Shem should bless him with Arichus Yamin Besimcha Vitov Leva. Amen. So it was always, always there. But my brother and I shared a bedroom on and off till I was about 16, 17. He was two years beneath me, younger than me. And um, that's how it started. In the bedroom, I would have a first part of a nigun, and I would turn to him and say, Eitan, listen to this. And then he'd be like, that's interesting. Let me, let me, hold on a second. And then he'd, he'd add a part. A bunch of our nigunim are like that, the first ones. Amazing. So we share that, even though we have a very, those of us that, those that know us, we're very, very different in personality and in, in music also. But when it comes to Avodah Hashem, through the music, which is what it's all, which, which is hopefully what it continues to be, what it's all about, and especially for, for my brother, you forget about, you know, you forget about all those things. And it's so easy to join in that place about what it's all about. So that was a moment that was captured at his live in Jerusalem sold out concert this past was it this past circus. Yeah. Yeah, when people were still <laughs> going places right, and right, gathering. Right. When's the last was that the last time you were in the same room as him? Was Sukkis the last time you were together? Were you could here? Be. I could maybe I was I don't you know, it's such a blur right now. Yeah, I don't even it's remember. It's hard to remember. Yeah. Um and uh and and again, you'll find it, everybody, on uh, live in Jerusalem too. As uh, Shlomo Katz was a uh, special guest, in quotation marks, to Eitan Katz's live album, uh, JM and the AM on a Tuesday. It's Facebook.com/slash Nachum Siegel Network. And now the moment we've all been waiting for the um, the introductory words that uh, Shlomo Katz will give us about the first song. You know, of all forty in honor of his fortieth birthday. I know they're all special, but the first one. I mean, come on. The firstborn of all 40, Shlomo, is going to have a quite a distinction. What can you tell us about the song Miani? Without a doubt. You nailed it, Nachum. You're on fire today. You nailed it. <laughs> Thank it, you very it, much. It, it is exactly that. Um, Got to come out with the bang. This is, I knew that uh, and bringing, bringing out this new project, that I wanted it to be something that is, can capture more than anything what what my tefillah is these days because really i believe you are what you pray for not what you eat you are what you daven for that defines who you are me the the song is six questions mi ani ma ani efo ani mi ata ma ata efo ata who am i what am i where am i who are you what are you and where are you I could say a lot about this. I'm going to try to keep it very, very short. 
a number of years ago, I was at one of the most, I would say, discouraging concerts I ever had to play, where I felt that the chaver just not there, the island's not there. The, the, um, I call it like the, the, the remote control concerts, where they're just basically like changing channels, and I happen to be on. Wow. Where I was just begging, begging the chaver there, please, just can you stop schmoozing. And it's worse when I have to beg the rabbanim that are schmoozing in the back of the room of the of the of, of the room with with whoever just please for a few minutes can we not can we can we realize this is not a concert it's just a moment of experience let's be together and it wasn't working so i decided let me just sing to myself i'm just going to dive into myself and as i decided that this nigun started pouring out from within and i i never sang it before but i knew it my whole life very mamish clearly i knew this nigun. i just had no idea where it came from <laughs> I sang it over and over again until I remembered it because I felt a little bit weird pulling out my phone to record this while I was singing. I didn't want to, I also didn't want to forget it. And then a few months later, I was on the bus on one of our, on one of our magical journeys throughout the Ukraine. We were, we were on the bus going from Medjibush by the Baal Shem Tov to the Blevitzchak And I guess the ruach of what all these tzaddikim bring down to us pushes us to ask ourselves questions that we think we know the answers to just because we know ourselves better than anybody right yeah we think we do but i connect mostly to people that no matter what age they're at are vulnerable enough to ask those questions i'm 50 i'm 70 i'm 20 but who me money and and that's what the baal Shem Tov, i feel with every teaching of his he's saying it's okay ask and you're going to love what you're going to find out but but you have to ask these questions and the first question Hashem asked Adma Rishon was basically Efwata, you know Ayeka right. and the, and we ask Hashem the same thing Ayeka Ayemakonkvoda where are you and that's how that Negun was born the words came down in the bus on the way to the Reblevi Yitzchak <laughs> And uh, the rest is history, Baruch Hashem. It's also hopefully the future, but <laughs> it, um, it, it, it's, it's one of the closest nigunim to my heart. I've been singing it for about a year and a half now, but I know that it's the first thing I wanted to, uh, I wanted to share with the world. Song is called Miani. It is brand new. It is the very first of the Shlomo Katz 40 selections that he is releasing in honor of his 40th birthday. You are listening to JM and the AM. It's officially a new music alert with this Miani selection from Shlomo Katz here at JM in the AM. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
J.M. in the A.M. Brand new Shlomo Cats. You're going to hear that phrase a lot over the next 40 weeks or so. <laughs> Brand new Shlomo Cats. Uh, there he is with the first of 40 songs in honor of his 40th birthday. Absolutely beautiful. By the way, I know, I know again, back to the technical stuff that I love focusing on, but, but I go through this just with general information. How frustrating is it when you're composing on Shabbat, something comes into your head and and then after Havdalah, you cannot figure out what that song was to get it to get it onto your phone as soon as possible. Now it I want to feels- tell you when it when it came to a list of things to remember on Shabbos, I had I had one of my kids who was designated remind me about these four <laughs> things. But I'm wondering, can you sing it to one of your daughters and say to her, "You got to remind me of this tune after Shabbos." <laughs> you are you are picking up on something that is one of the most torturous experiences that you can go through. If Shabbos, show. God forbid, could be torture. <laughs> It's it's crazy. You know my nigga um oh, dee, da, 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 da. oh yeah that came down on a Friday night. <gasps> it's called Nigma Nevo because right. it's in Mitzvah Nevo. Right. Came down at someone's Shabbos table Friday night, my dear friend Michael Brand. I was guest to be I was guest Chazan and his Mishul that Shabbos came down Friday night at the Shabbos table and I'm like, there's no way I'm letting go of this. I was chazan the next morning in shul, okay? First of all, I was up half the night singing it to myself. I woke up exhausted. 
I dove in Shachris and Musaf. I sang that nigun for Kale Odom, for Kedusha, for Anim's Miros, for everything. Oh my God. I had to sing it all day and then I ran to a tape recorder, those ancient right. devices. <laughs> and I thank God I sang it into it the second after Shabbos and I was like, <laughs> One of the most stressful Shabbatot of your life. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing what tunes could do to you, you know? It's just yes. unbelievable. People talk yeah. about earworms. It's amazing what, what, what happens the opposite way, where you're trying to remember it, not trying to forget it. Unbelievable. Right. Uh, you're a yeah. resident of Efrat for how many years? What year did you move in? 2002. And that was your official Aliyah year? You you moved from the U.S.? No? We moved, we moved as a family in 1989. From Los Angeles oh, to right. Ranana. Of course, right. We were in Ranana from 89 to 97. Right. And then I was back in LA more or less from 97 to 2002. And then I moved back to Eretz Yisrael in 2002 to learn for Smicha and Yeshivat HaMiftar by Rav Bravender. Did you feel there. pressure in those five years that you may, and again, no judgments on anybody who's going through this, that you may end up, so to speak, staying in the diaspora? Like in that period of time, were you afraid? That that might happen, yeah, absolutely. But but it was for holy reasons. It was obviously for meaning I I was gonna stay because Baruch Hashem, there's so much work to do. Right, there's yeah. so many yidin to Makarev, and of course that's what that that's what happened. But I but as as Baruch Hashem do, I give full credit to my parents Chinuch at home. As more as the more that the pulse of Am Yisrael and the future of Am Yisrael and where I want to raise a family. Uh, was in the center of my thoughts, so it, it it was not really that difficult of a decision to decide that it's time to come home and it's time to. Also, there's another thing that really played a big role is that I started teaching, but I realized that it's very. I don't know. It felt like in, where I was in LA, I started teaching at a relatively young age. But I realized I need to have real learning. I need to. I need to. Have, I need to have smicha. I need to have real learning. Right. And Baruch Hashem, I I I was listening to a, a shir from Reb Shlomo where he said the world needs new rabbis today. And he said that I said oh, the world needs new rabbis. I went online looking for smicha programs and I found the the eventual home home spot for me. And it's been it's been a dream come true. It's funny because. Um... Some people are are going to utilize this downtime, where you know a lot of the jobs people had are not are now not happening, and a lot of you know travel industry. Not, uh-huh. A lot of people are going to be using this as training opportunities, and and training means for rabbis also, you know, people who find themselves with a lot more free time because they're not taking care of the daily needs of a community. This would be a perfect time to really hone their skills when it comes to Torah study, etc. So there are a lot of positives that come out. Um, you know, even from a time like this. And by the way, isn't it funny that you made this decision, your life went in that direction, and you end up in an era, thank God, where travel is, again, pre-pandemic, travel is amazingly simple compared to prior times. And in addition to that, now with this system that we're speaking on, you know, you, you literally can be in Efrat in your home and have a musical and Torah influence on people around the world. It really is remarkable when you think about it. So in retrospect, if, if, if you were worried about reaching people, thank God, certainly from that angle, you made the right decision. Absolutely. Uh, and that's why when a friend of mine, uh, a sweet Rav, a friend of mine somewhere in America, who I'm very close to, well, at least I feel very close to, I hope he feels the same. <laughs> when I reached out to him a few weeks ago about coming home, so he said, because essentially it's going to boil down, it, 
it seems like it's going to boil down to just leaderships, you know, leadership taking initiative, like yep. maybe like a hundred, a hundred little Rabbi Riskins, yep. you know, reenactment of the, of what happened in the early eighties. But yep. I said to him, my, my chaver, how about, you know, show like show and, and come home, show us, show, show your chaver. So he wrote me back. He said, look, I appreciate the sentiment. I really do. But I, I'm, I have it in my heart that I'm, he, I'm, I'm here to help as much as I can, all this holy brothers and sisters that I could touch and bring Yiddishkeit to. I said to him, brother, let's do that together. I will hold your bags. I will hold your svarim. But let's make sure that we keep on traveling, but we always leave from Ben-Gurion and end up back at Ben-Gurion right. when our travels are done. Ah, well said. By the way, on the vid- I got to ask you a question about that video because you actually released a video explaining the whole, you know, 40. Um, and the 40 songs, and, and part of it, as you described, is happening in the Ukraine. I mean, it looks to me, I've never been there. You and I have discussed why I would never go there, but okay, that's not for now. But, but you and I, but, but it seems to me from the video that it's literally as if you're stepping into the 1880s, 1890s with the, with the, that's what it is, right? I'm, I'm being, other angry. than, yeah, absolutely. Other than Uman, that has been, uh, it, it looks very different than what it did. When it's it been modernized. Been oh, yeah. I call it Spagus. It's like spot meets Vegas. <laughs> That's great. I love it's it. It's the wackiest place in the Mamish. Mamish. So it how far like, is where you were from there? Like how far is where in that footage, I'm thinking of the footage in the video there. That footage is mainly from Medjibush and Berdichev. How far is that from uh, from where Nachman is? Uh everything is more or less between two and three hour driving. Wow. Everywhere. Almost everywhere. Besides Hadditch, where the Alter Rebbe is, that's like six hours another way. But yeah, it, most of these places you go there, you're transported in a second. It, it's not like you have to really work hard on imagining what it was like, especially in the winter. I mean, horse and buggy looks like the main mode of transportation. Absolutely. When they, they see when they us, see yeah. your bus go by, what on earth are they thinking when they see that thing? Uh, go by? <laughs> well, they're thinking, <laughs> they're thinking money. Right. <laughs> they're thinking here's an they're, opportunity, right? They're thinking money, but. It's uh, they're used to it now. There are trips. I mean, uh, when 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 the, the gates of travel are open, there are trips happening there almost right. um, every other day. Yeah, we have to pray for our brothers and sisters in that industry because I hope it comes back soon. Because a lot of people are suffering financially because of the oh, yeah. loss of all of that. Shlomo oh, Katz yeah. with us now. I'm going to wrap up this conversation with the song that I want you to open my 40th birthday celebration with. Okay, would that be all right? <laughs> Back to the future, sure. Whoa, Shlomo, wait a second. You're a you're a guest here, Shlomo Katz. <laughs> I don't feel like a guest. You make me feel at home. What can I do? It's my own fault, huh? It's your fault. <laughs> this is the song that I've chosen for you to open my um a 40th birthday celebration as I take this opportunity to wish you a Yom who led the Sameach. It is a great gift. I know we owe you a gift, but the truth is this is a great gift that you're giving to the Jewish world with one song down and 39 to go. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, Nachum. Big hug to you. Uh, big hug is right. And thanks so much for joining us. Uh, you know what song it is, everybody, of course. One of my favorites. Yismach Melech. This is how Shlomo Katz is going to be opening up the Nachum Siegel 40th birthday <laughs> celebration event that you're all invited to. Hey, Shlomo, if I'm already in, the, in this world of fantasy, I may as well invite everybody to it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Why not? And here it is for you at JM in the AM with major thanks to Shlomo Katz. Tuesday morning at JM in the AM.
My thanks to Shlomo Katz. What a conversation. What a morning. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman Kosher Hot Dog Sausage and Deli is the world's best. Check out kosherdogs.net. Kosherdogs.net. Enjoy a 10% discount with promo code radio. Go to artscroll.com. 25% off artscroll.com site-wide until the end of June. And in all your retail establishments, everything 25% off. Uh, that's made by uh, art. That's released by Arts. It has been released over all these decades by Arts Girl, including all the new material, including the brand new book by Rabbi Besser about Rabbi David Trank. Rabbi Besser joins us this coming Thursday morning. Go to artsgirl.com for details. Artsgirl.com for details. Achenu Yisrael and Achim Achem, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored digital radio around the world. The web at NachumSingle.com and the NachumSingle Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Tuesday here at JM and the AM. JM Rewind is coming up next. Plenty more happening. Oh, by the way, Rabbi Yadid, the interview with Rabbi Yadid and the interview with Rachel Berger of Nevish Benefesh, both coming up this hour on JM Rewind. So check it out, everybody. At 11 o'clock, Avrami will be live at 11 with a live lunch from Israel. Todaraba Avraham. Um, tomorrow morning, we're back starting at 6 a.m. Make sure to join us. Support us by going to fjbunity.org. If you like the programming that we do for you every single day, please support us. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and I thank you. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.